podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. As you already know, I'm with Joe Foney. Joe, are you sick of my face yet, mate? This is the third time in about a month. Ah, you're a handsome devil, mate. Good looking all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best compliment I've had all day. Uh, yeah, Joe, I always want to get your thoughts because I've seen, obviously, when uh, Dylan Danis pulled out of the fight and we spoke before and you said that you were the alternate. You could, there's a possibility you might face KSI if Dylan Danis uh, pulls out. Then, I, obviously, I follow you on Instagram and I've seen your stories. It was obviously the message that everyone's saying, why is KSI not fighting you? Why is KSI not fighting you? Just give me your reaction to that last maybe 48-hour period. It was crazy. I was in Tulum at the beach, uh, out there looking at all my businesses. I took a little week off because I thought, you know, if I'm fighting either of those guys, you know, I'm not that stressed about their, you know, taking a week off in the middle of training camps to look at my businesses. No disrespect, obviously, just that's the decision I made. So I was down in Tulum. I wake up at the beach. I've got all these messages. Dylan Dennis has pulled out. Dylan Dennis has pulled out. And I see Mams' Twitter saying Dylan does well. So I call Mams and say, oh, all right, mate, guy I really like, you know, nice dude. I've known him, he's in his family for 20 years, right? So trust the guy. So what's going on here? He goes, listen, man. And I could hear in his voice, he was like, yeah. I was like, is this true? He's like, it's true, but, you know, we agreed a number a month ago, right? And uh, we, on the Friday when Dylan Dennis was playing shaky, me and Mams get on the phone and we agree a three-fight deal. The number a month ago wasn't good enough for me. And uh, we agree a three-fight deal with the same number, just with an additional 10%. But they were like, well, you'll get free fights with us at, at that same level. So over the year, if you want to stay active, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I've got in this shape. Might as well fight. For, you know, it's my last year. I'm turning 40. Might as well do three fights and just go out, you know, go out, you know, being active, right? Because last year I didn't fight at all. So I said, all right, done, deal done. He's like, all right, cool. You, you know, you'll have a contract Monday, Tuesday. They sent you the same exact contract that they had originally sent me just with the additional fights and with a 10% increase. So we're not talking like I've asked, now I'm in the driving seat, I've asked for three, four times the money. I've literally asked for 10% more. And it was purely to cover last minute costs and just not getting the exposure when you're an alternate as you do when you're a main event, right? So you're literally showing up to, mm. to fight a guy. So Monday comes, Tuesday comes. Now it's all been Wednesday. This all comes out in the, in the wash that, you know, this fight's off. So I call him up and he goes, look, basically their excuse was they couldn't come up with the number that was already agreed. But that was sent to me a month ago. It was already agreed. And if you look at the money that these, like, they did 400,000 buys the last time out. You know, what is it, 30 quid a, a buy? 26 99 Yeah. What? 36.99? 26.99, I think it was, yeah. All right. So let's say let's say 20 quid, mm. right? You're talking 8 million. Well, let's put it this way. It was nowhere near 8 million, my first. So when you're talking a 10% increase in the tens of thousands more to cover certain little costs, there was no reason for the bout to be called off, right? So then they used the fact that, oh yeah, I couldn't afford it. Oh, we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to be disrespect you with a different offer when we kind of already agreed it. But these numbers were agreed, so I was very confused. 
And it was, you know, disappointing for me because I knew Dylan Dennis was going to pull out. I already told him from back in the day, just don't even bother with Dylan Dennis. He ain't ever showing up for another fight. He, he's done it all the time. I should be, you know, I should be the, the opponent in the first place, right? Because why I wanted it. Or so he said he wanted it. So I don't really know what happened. I don't know the truth. All I know is they used the, the finances as an excuse when we'd already agreed it. And you're talking, uh, 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 I'm a Londoner, haven't fought in London in years. <laughs> I'll sell out the whole arena. My Everyone knows my pay-per-view sales are great. You know, otherwise I wouldn't have fought, you know, David and Trilla wouldn't have kept putting me back on. So I think I'm more than sufficed my purse. I've more than sufficed everything that they've asked me. I've dropped 32 pounds to, to mm. make the weight. They tried to say, you know, somewhere I think Anthony Taylor was saying, oh, he ain't, he's 200 pounds. I'm not. I'm 188. I cut the weight. You see how ripped I am if you follow me on Instagram, right? You see how fat I was a month ago. I've been real disciplined on cutting the weight. I haven't been able to do as much boxing, but I didn't. I needed just to make weight because I know when I'm in there, we're having a fight. We're going to figure it out, right? We're going to punch you up in the face. It's, it's fine. So I was disappointed. Obviously, I went off a little bit on social media because everyone was calling me out, saying, "Ah, oh, you pussied out. You didn't want it. Hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's the only thing I didn't want. And, you know, they are. Like, I have my own theories on it, like, Dylan Dennis is a southpaw. He's obviously trained for a southpaw. I'm an orthodox. Face temper is a southpaw. You know. But I just keep saying it. I said it to you before, and I, I said it to about KSI with a respectful way. Is People want to watch boxers fight these guys to see how good they are. You, like, you give them a level so you see it. He goes and fights. He's fighting a guy. No, I don't know who Face temper is, to be honest with you. All I know is he got knocked out in his last fight. So I don't know how you can get knocked out and then be a main event. When you have an undefeated guy, championship fighter, who's already contracted, they've already put it out there, used, you know, said that I'm the alternate, you know, Misfits put it out there, Mams put it out there, and uh, then I'm not the alternate. So that's the story. And then to double salt in the wounds, my opponent fails the brain scan yesterday. So as of today, eight days before the fight, five weeks in training, you know, 60, 70 grand a whole training camp. I'm now, don't have an opponent. I might not be fighting in nine days' time in my hometown in Wembley, five minutes from where I grew up. So I've obviously been a bit of a shit few days. Uh, I've given them several opponents. They don't like them. They've, you know, they gave me a Southport. I'm like, I'm trained for a Southport, you know, with four days, eight days' notice. So... We just can't seem to see eye to eye at the minute. And then I've given them an interesting fight, uh, MMA champion, heavyweight. I said, I'll go up to fight him. Mm -hmm. I just want an entertaining fight. I want something just that's going to be fun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really want, I wanted a fighter fighter. So let's see, let's see what happens, mate. I don't know. I don't know what's oh. going to happen. Everyone points the blame at someone else. Everyone gives me another theory, another idea. So... You know, like I said, I do respect what misfits are doing, so I don't want this interview taken out the wrong way. They are putting people on. They are making people that maybe their careers weren't going the right way back on there. Like I said in my last interview, that hasn't changed. But in this particular circumstance, I feel like I've got the wrong end of the stick a few times in a row now, so I'm getting a bit irritated. I like to think, you know, KSI, MAMS, misfits, and, and the team, you know, Sal and are honourable people, and they're going to do the honourable thing. You know, they said to me, oh, listen, you didn't get this one, but you're going to fight him in May. Mm -hmm. And I hope that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I, you know? 
So I still would like to fight in eight days' time. I've trained. I've been punched. I've done 70 rounds of sparring. I've been punching ahead a bunch of times. I've, you know, been dieting. I went to Tulum and, and, you know, pretty much behaved myself the best I could when I could have been really out of control. And it'd be nice to come home to London and put on a show for, for the fans, you know. There's so many fans who have been buying tickets and, and waiting for me to fight and buying pay-per-views and whatnot. So I don't want to let the people down that want to come and see me do, do what I do best, you know, is make a show. Joe, obviously with everything that's gone on, <clears throat> do, you, do you think that KSI wants to fight you? Do you think Mams Taylor and KSI want to fight you? Because a loss to these guys, these Jake Pauls, KSIs, um, I think will be quite... I mean, it happened to Logan Paul, but I think right now at this stage when they're, they're, they're trying to build misfits and Logan Paul, uh, Jake Paul's got his uh, most viable promotions, a loss right now will be quite devastating. Do you do you think in your heart of hearts that KSI wants to fight you? When I when I interviewed with you last time, I thought for sure KSI wants to fight me. I was surprised, actually. I thought this guy has a real big balls to want to do this. And I had a lot of respect for him even just putting it out there, just throwing it into the universe, right? Now I'm not so sure because at the end of the day, like you said, he is the promotion. He could say, nah, 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 nah. Joe Fournier, I said it. You said it. We all said it. Let's do the right thing. Because, listen, man, I've done business deals where I've come out the wrong side of it, but I've, I've promised the guy to pay him, and I've had to pay him out my own pocket. Do you know what I mean? And, like, at the end of the day, when you're, when you're old school like me and, and, and you came from nothing, your words, your words, the only thing you got. So when they give me a word and then they changed it, I don't know. They all blame each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, you never know. Like, this guy blames this guy, this guy blames this guy, this guy blames the TV channel, this guy blames ticket sales, this guy blames followers, this guy blames clout, this guy blames 10% money raised. This guy... I don't fucking know, to be honest. All I know is, is that KSI has the power, if he wanted to, to say, no, I ain't fighting unless it's Joe Fournier. Same way Anthony Joshua does, same way Tyson Fury does, same way, if, you're, if it's your pretty much your show, and the same way now, they got the power to say, he's on the undercard. Let him fight who he wants, don't matter, he's on the undercard. You know, we, he was meant to be the alternate, the least we can do is put, keep him on there, let's see what he can do. And let's put him on next time. Like, they do have the power. So then, to answer your question, do I now believe he still wants to fight me? It's very hard to say yes, isn't it? Because the proof's in the pudding. At the end of the day, he had the option to say yes. Then he chose to say no. So is it a tactical thing? Is it they want to, you know, maybe they say, maybe the reason is they want a full build-up with me because they know I'm good at the build-up. So maybe they'll go, well, you know what? Last minute, maybe we're not doing Joe Fournier credit to get him in last 10, 10 days of PR. We'd rather have 90 days of PR and do a bunch of publicity and a bunch of press conferences and jets and boats and supermodels and let's really like light this up. Like, instead of just bringing him down to, you know, West London uh, a week early and, and, and have a face on. Mm. Right? Maybe that's the strategy. So, right now, I'm being super respectful of whatever the decision's been made. And at the end of the day, um, I hope that they still will honour what they're saying. But it was the same thing, you know. It is hard because it was the same thing. Like, if you look at all of these YouTubers, none of them have fought a boxer on my level. So when you say it, when you ask the question, it is like, well, maybe they just, nah, maybe it creates a lot enough excitement to make them think, oh, shit, this guy's taking it for real. Mm. And then they go find another guy that is not really a guy that they, you know, that they <laughs> want to fight. But I hope that's not the case. I hope it was more a publicity business thing than a fear of fighting me. Because I'd like to think that 
as a brick KSI has a bit more gusto to him than the than the American YouTube fires, you know, mm. because you'd like to think we're a bit more gritty. We take a few more risks, whereas America's Hollywood, you know, so it's all bells and whistles. Whereas you see the shape he's got himself into, you don't do that if you're not been training. Mm-hmm. But there is it's scary boxing because you got to understand like it's a scary thing. It's like you get in the ring. You're risking your life. Someone's punching you in the head. You, all your mates are watching. You've got millions on the line if you're KSI. And I do understand, like, imagine all that anxiety all at once. Mm. And then you've got 10 days notice to mentally get ready for it. Maybe it was too much. I don't know. But I understand it. Like I said in my, in my Instagram post, I said, I wouldn't want to fight me either at 10 days notice. Like, they said to me now, you've got Joe Fournier, 10 days tomorrow, like, like you know, Misfits take us. I said, no. Because mm. you need time, you need mentally prepared, not physically, just physically. You need to mentally prepare. That's the guy I'm going to go in with. You got to be ready for, you know, ready to die on the line, kind of thing. Mm. So it takes time to mentally have the edge when you walk in the ring. And as being a pro, I know what that meant. It was, you know, you know, every camp, first two weeks, I'm shitting myself. You know, two months in, I'm like, oh, I can kill everyone. I can take on Bevo next week. You know, and that's the that's the grind. You know, the the dark moments when you come back, you're sore, you don't want to get up, you get bad and sparring, you feel really shit, and the next day. The next day you, uh, sorry, someone's trying to call me. The next day you get up, you spar really good. Now you're like, I can do it. And then you start to have the second good spar. First, you got five good spars in a row. Now you're like, fuck me. You know, I'm, I'm like Roy Jones Jr. And that's when, <laughs> that's the confidence you peak coming into the fight. So yeah, to have a switch around with a tough opponent in 10 days notice maybe is difficult mentally. You know, I'm giving everyone the benefit of the doubt at the moment. That's it. Well, that's, that's the right thing to do. But I like to, I, I would hope you think as well because <clears throat> Misfits is all about the pre-show, not just the show. They like the press conferences. They like the back and forth, the argument between the fighters, the head-to-heads. So I'm going to like to think, hope to think that this is because they want a full build-up with UEK side. They want the press conference. They want the head-to-head. Maybe a little push and shove and throw some water on each other. They, they kind of want that. That's the build-up of a Misfits right. show. So I'm hoping for that. But if you don't get a, an opponent for the fourteenth, will you still show up, show face, and just say, "Listen, put it on KSI, maybe at the ringside or post fight or whatever." Just say, "Listen, I'm ready. You've wasted the camp. I'm here now. I've got the jet. I flew all the way to London with ten weeks camp wasted. I want the fight now." But all right, what was your job before you did this? For this. I was in yeah. the army. I was in the army, believe it or not, and then I was in the. I, I was done pest control. Pest control, right? Yeah. So let me give you an army analogy, real quick. Mm-hmm. So imagine you trained to be in the Royal Marines. Yeah, mm-hmm. an honourable thing to do. You have to do the training. You can't just show up to go to the army. And at the end of it, the army tell you you're going to go and you're going to serve. You're going to do this job. You're going to serve here, mm-hmm. and that's what you're going to do. And then they tell you, but you're and you're going to be a corporal, mm-hmm. okay? So everything, all the stars aligned, and you got the job as a corporal. And then the, the day before you're meant to be a corporal, a guy that was never mentioned to be a corporal gets the job. <laughs> they say, yeah, but you can still go there. Yeah. You can still go, but now you're just going to be a, a private. You're going to be like, you know, uh, you're going to be the lowest of the low. You're just going to just going to be there. Then they say, on top of that, we're not going to pay you. Hmm. Okay. Would you still be in the army? But would I take the, if if I knew if I took well maybe not I guess that analogy I can hear what you're saying but if I knew that if I was to go to this place to become the corporal and if I put it on somebody that might make me a sergeant 
you know what I mean? They might give me more money if I just take that leap of faith. You, you know you're a businessman, you take risks. This might be a risk to go over there all the way right. around. And, and I did take the risk as being an alternate. Mm. And furthermore, okay, tell me this. So call me up say, Joe, listen, we're not going to get you on this show. We're fighting KSI, mate. Here's the contract. Let's not mess around. That after the fight, put it on him. We'll announce it. It's done. Yeah, mm. I'll fly now. I'll fly to London today. Mm. I'll wind him up all week. But when you tell me when there's promises that were made, and for whatever reason, like I said, I'm not, like, I, like whatever the reasons are, I respect them. Aren't made, you do lose some faith a little bit, right? And uh, if I was like, say, you know, in my business, nightclubs, if I hired a manager, told him to be a manager, then I put him as a waiter, then I don't pay him. But I still want him to show up to work every day to like, well, at that point, he's an apprentice. But you don't take a 12 year pro, right, who's been ranked in the top 10 in the world, same belt as Joshua Buatzi, WA International belt, right? One down from the world title, essentially, and you treat him like, oh, come do some promo. Like, I'm not on Love Island. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm also a multi, 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 multis, millions. So, no. Mm. And actually, you know what I was actually going to do? I was actually going to donate my official purse to charity on this fight. No one knew that. And if I get the KSI fight next time, I'll do the same thing. That's how I, like, how, how I want to prove it. But, you have a value, right? Coog pays you. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> like, and you love Coogan. I love Coogan. But yeah. you wouldn't work for free. Fuck no. What Fuck you want to no. do with the money is up to you. If you want to go give it to charity because mm. you don't need it, cool. You want to give it to your wife, your baby, whatever you want to do. But why should you do something for free when everyone else is getting paid? You know what I'm saying? Yes. And to the headliner show on pay-per-view, on the zone, and to get eight times less money than what I fought David for. Mm. That ain't a good deal. And all I asked was for 10% more. Mm. So you so know what I'm trying to say? I do know. I, I sort of agree with you now that you've, you've put it like that, um, but I was probably trying to play devil's advocate a little, advocate a little bit there. Just to, obviously. They told me today, they said, we want you to come and, you know, come. You know, they, they sent me a few quid to pay for flights and whatnot. But I'm 60 grand in a hole. Mm. Big Dino Spencer, like in Miami, he's like got you know baby and misses and rent. You think he trains me for free? <laughs> you know, so I'm like, come to do what? Come to what? Just like show up and be the loser that you didn't put on the card and beg to fight. Well, no. Mm. You want me to fight? Call me, send me a contract, I'll fight. You don't want me to fight? Just say, Joe, we don't want you to fight, and I'll move on with my life. You know what I mean? Like I'm not begging for a fight. Like I've done everything I wanted to do in boxing and more. This was a fun thing. I really respect what the, the Misfits, like I said, are doing. And they are making something very entertaining. I think The Zone and, and Misfits are doing cool stuff. I think MAMS and KSI, when they got together, you know, to start this, was a few years back. I remember they wanted David A. involved. Mm. And uh, I remember them calling me about it. And I'm thinking, oh, and they went and did it. And, like, fair play, like, so they ain't going to diss them. I ain't going to sit on there and say, nah, they did this, they done me this, they done it that. Like, they're making their business decisions. So that's best for them. And I get it. Business is business. I just would like to believe that when you say something, people say things, and they have the power to do it. Case I turns around to the zone and he said, listen, I'm fighting Joe, not face. Well, the zone say, okay, scrap the show. No, we ain't going to do it. No, they're not. They're going to go, okay, well, you fought two random guys 
they've never pretty much boxed before on the same night and you saw 400,000 buys. What are you going to do when you actually fight a real boxer? What number? They're going to be better than those numbers, that's for sure. Yeah. So, Listen, I don't, you know, know if you've seen on, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, but Harley Ben seemed to have called you out. Have you, did you see that? I have no idea who he is. He's a, he's is a, he's a professional, he is a professional fighter. He was meant to fight the, out in Dubai. Um, Nigel Ben's son. Um, well, Connor Ben's Nigel Ben's son, isn't it? Yeah, I think Harley as well, yeah. yeah. From the same mum or different? I think different, yeah. All right, so, okay, so... Like, was he my weight? Well, who is he? I think he said he would come up to your weight. Oh, I'm not too sure. I don't see a little bit on uh, on Instagram there, so. You don't even know what weight he is. How is he <laughs> going to fight me? <laughs> your, your job is to know these things. If you don't even know who this guy really is, I think he I think me? he's a light middleweight, but that's the, the, I don't know if you can see that on my phone, but. Oh, I look handsome. <laughs> I gotta say, if, if, if it was a modeling contest, you think we won in first round knockout? Eh? <laughs> uh, no, listen, let me tell you something. No disrespect to Harley Ben. I ain't gonna call out slagging the guy off or whatever. Mm. I have no clue who he was. I know who Connor Ben is because I know Tony Sims well and I know he trains with Tony Sims. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Connor Ben is kind of a household name in the UK. I didn't even know that Connor had a, had a brother or Nigel Ben had a different son. So, again, like I said, this is meant like super. Uh, but just let me just say something to him, okay? Mm-hmm. I have no idea who you are. You're a light middleweight. I don't know what your record is, but if it was good, I would know who you were. And uh, what is my benefit to fight a guy probably with, I don't know, 10,000 followers on Instagram who's done nothing in boxing? No one knows who you are. Even Andrew McCart didn't even know your weight, okay? <laughs> I said light middle. I think he's light middle, middle, I think. All right. And you want to go up 14 weight divisions to fight me and call me out. And who cares? Who actually cares about you? No one. So no, not in a disrespectful way, just from a pure, like, how does it benefit me? It benefits you to fight me because I'm a headliner. You're not. Mm-hmm. I, my last fight is David A. Who are you? So go fight people. Go get a few hundred thousand followers on social media. Go have a 10 win win streak. Go get ranked. Go get a belt. Do something to add some value. It's kind of like what... You know what the what Joe Joyce had to do to get to being a contender is he had to go and fucking do something because he didn't have all the followers that some of these fighters have from from the get go. So he had to build it, and he took on some really hard fights and he won and he beat people. And he did great things. But what is the benefit to me to fight a light middleweight, an unknown light middleweight, on a crossover MMA boxing YouTube show? What like like who? Who would ever say, oh, yeah. like, and then if I beat him, which I would beat him comfortably, I knock him out first round. They go, yeah, but he's a light middleweight. Well, fuck, shouldn't have even been in there. It's crazy. How do they sanction that? Do you see, like, so what he's saying is so stupid. I've had a hundred of those people call me out today. Like, I've had a thousand DMs, people messaging me. Oh, you should fight this guy. So I have my Uncle Steve, he'll knock you out. I think I get it all the time. So Harley Ben, mate, no disrespect. I hope you become a world champion and, and, and prove me wrong, but I have no clue who you are. You have nowhere near the level to ever be in the ring with me in any way, in any facet, from skill to notoriety to bringing in money to the table to anything. You want to fight me, go pay me $2 million, get a promotion, I'll fight you tomorrow. But what do you bring to the table? Fuck all. So keep tagging me, get me some more followers. Hopefully a few fit birds will follow me from your Instagram. And Cool. Great job. Well done. I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> so I was going. I was going to say. 
Bobby was so stupid. <laughs> I was going. I was going to say there. Listen, I want to get this Misfits card, but let's. I think I'm a. I've not been training for you, mate. So I would never even call you out for these last ten days. So no chance. You know, but I don't know why people sit at home and think that they're actually going to get that fight. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like you have to do something first. You know, you're going to be like, you know, yeah. Tell me you can go sell out free arena. Do something, or you like, like Jake said to Tommy Fury, you pay me and I'll come and fight you. You know why? Why is it? Why have I got to bring you in onto this show? You you bring me onto this show. Go pay what I need. Go get Global Titans to pay what I need, and then I'll come and fight you. I used to stand outside my nightclubs in London years ago, right? And I used to have all these guys get pissed, and I'd be on the door. I'm never on the door because I just don't want anyone to see me because I don't want to be put. You know, someone put it on me like, "Oh, get me in, mate. I've known you. I met you last six years ago in the pub, right?" But I never stand. You'll never see my nightclub doors. I just let my door people do it. And I remember when I was fighting, like, competitively, and I'd go to the door, especially after my fight, the O2. Oh, mate, I'll fucking knock you out. I'd be like, maybe. I'm not saying you wouldn't. But <laughs> the only way to find out is to write me a check and get in a ring. So send me the contract, send me the offer, and I'll fight you, no problem. Let's find out. But until you're going to pay me, why would I fight you in the street? I'm not trying to be, like, I'm not trying to be, like, in, I'm not trying to be in the book Hard Bastards. I'm a boxer. Pay mm. me. I bet a lot of people think they can knock Anthony Joshua out, but you see him scrapping you know, <laughs> outside his pub. No. So stupid. So all these people that think they're hard is, oh, I'd smash you, or my mate, or my cousin, or my uncle. All right, cool. I'll stay in my penthouse in Miami looking at the ocean, and uh, you keep DMing me on Instagram. <laughs> Listen, Joe, man, as always, it's a pleasure, but, but do you have a final word for, for KSI? Um you have a final word for KSI, Mams, Taylor, Misfits, or anybody? No, just listen. With respect, guys, you know, you, we're going to do a deal. We should honor our deals. And at the end of the day, I think that uh, I, I believe that they wanted the full lead-up promo. I know they've, they've told me they've got the show in May, the big pay-per-view show. So there's no reason why we can't sign this contract in London, you know, or tomorrow. Like, we know what we're doing. Uh, we all know KSI is going to beat Faze. He has no chance. He's way better than him. So let's get this deal done. Like, if you really want to fight a real champion boxer, put your money where your mouth is. Send the contract and let's just sign it once and for all. Let's not be alternates. Let's not say, oh, yeah, but this guy could fight this guy and this guy fight this guy. I'm ready. You want to fight me? Let's do it. And if you don't, just go out there and say, listen, we have no interest in Joe Fournier. We don't want him on this card. Never going to happen. Good luck. Like, let's just decide, like, one way or another. Like, let's not mess each other around. And like I said, I don't think they're messes. They built a great business. They are good people. And I, and I just hope that it is that purely they just wanted a 90-day, 100-day PR machine so we can break some pay-per-view records. Well, listen, fingers crossed for you, Joe. I hope you do get a fight, man, because I would take to see a, a camp and all that money put to, to waste. Um, so yeah. I do hope you do get a fight. It's something incredible that you can get a good scrap or at least a couple of rounds out of. Um, but listen, all fingers crossed for the future. Definitely fingers crossed for me that you do get that KSI fight, mate. Absolutely, buddy. All right. Well, listen, thanks for having me back and good luck with everything. Thank you very much, bro. I'm listen. Enjoy Miami. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Sports Social Podcast Network.